Hello and welcome to Second Look. I am your host, Benjamin Green, and this is the show brought to you by the Outset Network, where we take a second look at um, issues, events, perspectives in culture, politics, and faith. Last week, we talked about having an integrated life and what it means. And this week, I was struggling a little bit to come up with a topic to discuss. But then a few things happened on uh, what I lovingly refer to as conserva Twitter this week. Uh, The more conservative, media-centric aspects of... Twitter, circles of Twitter, I guess, would maybe be a better way to phrase that. A few things happened this week that just got me thinking a lot about how people behave online and how people communicate online, and so I thought that would be a good thing to talk about. Um, One of the things that has happened, and I mean, this started during the election when there was this huge group of people opposed to having Trump as the nominee, and then there were also a whole bunch of people who were um, really excited about Trump as the nominee, and then a whole bunch of people who were kind of in between, and people started getting really bitter and mean to each other about that, and that has only grown. There are various media outlets, I won't go into it now, but there are various media outlets that spend most of their time complaining about other media outlets, and then when you get on Twitter, it's just random people complaining about all the media outlets and defending other ones and arguing with each other. I I tweeted just the other day that uh, I used to love Twitter, but lately every time I go on It's just people I used to respect having spats with other people I used to respect. And I still do love um, Twitter as a platform, but lately it hasn't been as much fun because people seem to not have any clue how to behave (laughs) online. And... It's saddening to me because, like I said, these are people that I used to respect, and some of them I still do, but uh, I follow close to a thousand people, well, more than a thousand, actually, people on Twitter, and I quite often read my timeline what I call firehose style, where I'm just seeing everyone's tweets. And I follow people from all stripes of ideology and whatnot, and no group routinely makes me quite as angry as conservatives in the way that conservatives treat people. Conservatism is a philosophy that says that there are, there is a higher moral order. There are objective moral truths. Conservatism also acknowledges that there is such a thing as human nature, and that human nature has not changed from the beginning of time till now. But when conservatives are talking to each other, and to other people who may or may not be conservative, quite often we forget that. So as far as how to behave just in general, whether online or not, I would say there are two Two, two big things here. The first one is, remember that you're dealing with a human on the other end. You know, Christians believe that each person bears the very image of God. Uh, but 
like I said, conservatives understand or should that human nature is immutable. Well, remember how we talked about a few weeks ago that every action has as its core a moral root, uh, a moral motivation. Whether you're conscious or unconscious of this, every action you make has at its core some moral statement. Well, when we forget when we're dealing with people, when we forget that they are humans, image bearers of God, when we treat people inappropriately, that's a really serious moral statement. What we're saying, when, when we treat others in a way we would not want to be treated, when we violate the so-called golden rule, Ultimately, what that means is we are saying that the person we are mistreating is not worthy of being treated well. They are not worthy of being treated in the way we deem ourselves worthy of being treated. When you mistreat somebody, when you forget that they are human, ultimately you're pronouncing a judgment on them. It's a judgment of unworthiness. And what you're saying about yourself is prideful. It's that you are superior to them as a person. My own take on this is that no human being in and of themselves is superior to any other. I think that the best, most noble, and honorable in, in human eyes person on earth is equal to the lowest, most dishonorable person on earth in human eyes, because all of us have failed to meet God's standard. When, when we treat others as though they're lower than us, we are pronouncing a judgment on them and elevating ourselves to a position that we do not deserve. Keeping in mind the humanity of the other person that you're dealing with is absolutely critical to behaving as a functioning good adult. So first, remember that you're dealing with a human on the other end. And second, remember that you're dealing with a human on the other end. <laughs> yes, the same words, but a different point. The struggles you have, you know, they might have them too. You make mistakes, they do too. Do they seem stubborn? Do they seem rude? Do they seem obnoxious? Chances are you seem that way too sometimes, maybe even to them right now in this exact moment. You are a human. They are a human. You might be arguing with someone and, and the good kind of arguing where you're actually, um, you know, taking each other not not devaluing each other, trying to convince each other of something. Well, you realize that they have a huge blind spot in their logic or a huge double standard. By all means, point that out, but never forget that you have those two. So the second point is the same as the first. If you want to behave well, if you want to behave honorably, if you want to be a good citizen, you must remember that you're dealing with a human on the other end. 
this comes back to what I referenced a minute ago, that so-called golden rule that if you should treat everyone else the way that you wish everyone else would treat you. We're humans everywhere. So further from just general behavior, there are a few things that I think are really lacking when it comes to communication online. And really, communication is the essence of everything about the internet. <laughs> All of the content you consume is communicating something. Um, even even BrodyQuest, if, if you don't know what that is. BrodyQuest is communicating that Adrian Brody goes all over the place. I'm sorry, that was an obscure reference. But, but everything online communicates something. So if you're not communicating well, well, then you're not interneting well. So if you want to be a good citizen of the internet, you have to have good communication. And I think the first key to this is remembering the weaknesses of the form. The internet is great for so many things. It is great for reach. It is great for immediacy. It is great for access. But it's weak in full communication. Even though communication is the essence of the internet, we only get a little bit of it. We're missing body language. We're missing tone of voice. We're missing a, a whole host of things when we're communicating over text. And even in video, it's not the same as having another person there in the room with you. There are still cues you can pick up on that you just don't see in a video. And even the immediacy and the access and the reach, even they have their drawbacks. People tweet things they never would have written in a letter that they would mail to a friend, but they'll tweet them out into the void and it'll end up getting them fired. <laughs> so remember the weaknesses of the form in your communication, expect to be misunderstood because it's just not realistic to assume that everybody's going to understand exactly the full measure of what you're communicating when very important things such as body language and tone are completely off limits to the people who are trying to understand you. Secondly, be grateful. When people talk to you online, especially when this is people you don't know in real life, most of my friends actually are people I've never met in real life. They're, they're people I talk to regularly online, but when people talk to you, they are taking time out of their day to go online and deal with you. And you should be grateful for that, whether that person is being polite or rude to you. I would even go so far as to say, even if someone is cursing you and, and even making threats against you, by all means, you know, keep yourself safe if people are making threats against you. But in your mind, be grateful that there are people out there thinking about you. Even if they're thinking mean, hateful, nasty things, that's something you can be grateful for. And if you come into online communication with this attitude of, of gratitude, attitude of gratitude, oh, that was completely unintentional and completely awesome. If you come in with an attitude of gratitude, it'll really change the way you, you 
communicate with people online. When you get a tweet from someone that's a little mean-spirited, just think in your head, well, I really am thankful that they took the time to communicate with me and then make your response and it'll change your response. Number three, and this one you'll hear in every time everybody is ever talking about communication is listen. It's something we all need to work at. Um, we can always listen better. Don't formulate a response before the other person finishes. This is especially difficult somewhere like Twitter uh, with our currently 140 character limit. Um, it should shoot up to 280 in a little bit, and this will get a little bit better. But quite often you can get in a conversation with somebody on Twitter and they send a reply to you and you immediately answer, and then they have a second tweet that's like clarifying their response, but you haven't waited for them to be finished before you formulate your response. Also, don't assume that you know what they're going to say. When you do that, you tune out and you're by definition not listening for what they have to say. You're just sitting there saying, well, I already know what they're going to say, so I've got my canned response in my head that I'm just going to open it up on them as soon as I get the chance. If people would work to be better listeners, I really think that this would be the the number one way to improve social media. There's a lot of serious and good conversations about the abuse that happens on social media. People are exposed to all kinds of hateful things and even dangerous things. You know, people have had to move because their addresses have been exposed to the public and all sorts of messy, nasty things that come when we give anonymous people uh, when we give people the the ability to communicate anonymously. But I think that if if everyone would work more on listening, I I think that there is no better way to keep people from getting angry with you than to listen to them. If people are angry with you, if you sit there and say, okay, tell me why you're angry with me. I'll listen to your whole concern and then let me respond. You know, the Bible says be be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to get angry. Um, that we, we should be quick to listen to people. And if we listen to people, it would defuse a lot of those abusive, those harmful situations. So that's probably... The biggest point in here as far as communication is listening. Then you need to make sure that you are dealing from the heart, dealing with the heart. Within yourself, you need to build up within yourself an internal desire to hear what other people have to say, or you'll never be able to listen. And you'll never give them the time that they are worth. If you don't want to hear what other people say, you are going to be unreasonable. It's just the nature of it. Um, so, so when you enter into a conversation with somebody, come from the heart. You know, start with yourself. Make sure you're ready to hear what they have to say. And then share your 
true, honest thoughts with them. And then when they do the same to you, make sure you handle their hearts well. You know, people open up to people and then the person they opened up to goes out and trashes them. People will, anonymous accounts will share their identity with other accounts and then that other account will get angry and spread that identity to the world. That was one of the things that happened this past week. That was really disappointing to see that happen. You, you need to value the the heart of other people, not just the words that they say. You, you have to value where they're coming from. You know, I... One thing I keep coming back to on this topic is I see so much stuff along the lines of liberals are actively trying to destroy you and everything you stand for. That's a disservice to you and a disservice to them. They're they're coming at things from a different perspective than conservatives, certainly, but, but they're not coming at things... By and large, like, I mean, obviously, every movement has evil people within it. I mean, come on. But but by and large, people aren't coming at things with, with bad motivations. So deal from the heart with the heart. Engage other people honestly um, and, and be... Make sure that you want to hear them as a person not just the words that they have to say. And then finally, be generous. Give people the benefit of the doubt when you're talking. If if you think, no, certainly they didn't mean, well, just tell yourself, okay, they didn't mean that. G- give people the benefit of the doubt. Be proactive in seeking the good of everyone you interact with. I think this is something that you know, with with the rights, the political rights focus on on self-sufficiency and the backlash against kind of the social justice uh, culture with with safe spaces and and whatnot. People we hear the word snowflake, and now that word is usually usually used in mocking, but not all the time. We hear about groupthink, we hear about all these these terms that people are like, well, I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna deal with that, and you all just need to leave me alone and let me do... Everyone you interact with, you should want what's good for them. And what's good for them is not calling them names, and what's good for them is not um, mocking and sniping at them, and what's good for them is not you being just as rude and obnoxious back to them, quote tweeting their tweets so that your thousands of followers will then go after them. None of that is good. You you should seek the good. You should give of yourself for the benefit of those people. Be generous. Be generous even when it doesn't make sense. Be generous all the time. Communication is a very serious thing. Behavior is a very serious thing. You know, Jesus said in in Matthew 15 that it's what comes out of a person that defiles them. The the words that you say, the actions you take, tell us who you really are. And if you're not serious about communicating, about behaving well online, about being, as I've said a couple times, a good citizen of the internet, it shows. And it's a sad reflection, I think, 
to see how it's a sad reflection on our culture to see how few people seem to care about doing well in in behavior and communication. So that's all I have for today. I hope that you found it helpful and I hope that you will rate this episode in iTunes, especially if you would rate it five stars. That helps the show gain some exposure. And make sure to check out all of the other Outset podcasts and subscribe to them in iTunes as well. You can find them at outsetmagazine.com slash podcast. We got a great content lineup this fall. Super happy about it. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to find me online, the best place is at my Twitter handle, at BGreenAZ. And I'd be happy to engage with you more about this episode or anything else you may want to talk about. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day.